0: Thank mm-hmm. you. I'll see you in the Glojo. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Glojo podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Kalal. And as always, it is wonderful to have you here. There has definitely been a trend in the past couple of episodes I've shared, and it's around journaling and getting intentional and tuning into the cycles of the year we had the strawberry full moon followed by the solstice in the Northern hemisphere, the summer solstice. And in the Southern hemisphere, it's the winter solstice. And now you might not realize this, but we are only a few days away from the midpoint of the year. July 2nd is the halfway through the year mark and I cannot believe how fast time is flying. I feel like I say this almost every episode, but seriously, how is it already June 29th and how is the year almost half gone? Maybe it's one of those glass half full things. Instead of saying we're already halfway through the year, maybe I should say we still have half of the year left to experience and enjoy life and move forward in creating what we want to create. That's what we're going to talk about this episode. I absolutely love this, but I'm going to be shifting gears. I have some incredible interviews. I've got two interviews coming up in July and I've have two or maybe three interviews coming up in August. And so stay tuned. We are switching gears. We're going to be talking about a lot of exciting things and I'm really excited to introduce you to my guests. So definitely mark your calendars. Every Tuesday, a new episode is released and I cannot wait. To introduce you to some of the things I've been working on. Now, with that being said, let's dive in to the half year review. So, at the beginning of the year, I recorded a podcast episode where I walked you through my, I won't say New Year's resolutions because it's different than that, but my intention setting for the new year. And what I want to do is, I actually want to take the opportunity to revisit. What I talked about at the beginning of the year and how it is really relevant for this time of the year as well. And then if you did that exercise with me, this would be a good time to go and pull it up and, you know, read through what you wrote. Or if you did your own intention or New Year's resolution setting, you can go find that. It's fun to review and it's actually really eye opening to see oftentimes how far we've come. Maybe it's only in certain areas, but we've still made a lot of progress or. What also happens, whether I like to admit this or not, this has happened to me, I completely forget what I said I was going to focus on because I always have so many ideas and new things and new initiatives on the go that I forget what I was rooted in. I forget what those goals and powerful intentions were at the beginning of the year. So here's a reminder for me. I hope this is a reminder for you. And then let's use this as a reset. It's actually, I'm just realizing this now, oh my goodness, I feel like there's been so many powerful, powerful days on the Glojo lately. It is a new moon in Cancer. New moons are an incredible time to plant seeds. So planting seeds, you can think of it as, what would you want to plant in your garden? Do you want spinach, carrots, potatoes, tomatoes? Now let's think about planting the seeds in your life. Do you want health, wealth, love, adventure, vitality, whatever it is, we can, those are obviously really, really broad strokes, but you get the point. And so today is a revisit and it is a reset so that we can repower and keep moving through the year and yeah, make it the best one yet. At the beginning of the year, I start off by doing a year in review. And this is when I really take the opportunity to go back through the following year month by month. And I think about what I was doing and what I was up to, what I was working on, what personal projects I had on the go. And I use this as an opportunity to feel proud. That's right. I write down the different things that I did, the different things I enjoyed, and the projects or things that I accomplished. And so often we do so much more than we realize. We do so much on a regular basis. and we can be so hard on ourselves and we don't give ourselves enough credit for all of the progress that we make along the way. We are so focused on that destination. We are so focused on getting to that next spot, on making that happen. Because if I do this, then I'm going to finally be happy. Then I'm going to be rich. Then everybody's going to love me, whatever it is. you know, This is how we've been conditioned. And to be honest, it's all in like, I'll put this, I guess, not lightly, but kind of lightly, like it's a bunch of hooey. It, it, we so often think that we have to do these things to experience happiness and fulfillness, but it's skewed. It's really, really skewed. And it's programming from our childhoods, from society, from media that we are bombarded with left, right, and center from social media and what we see on social media. And so this is an opportunity for you to clear out All of that noise and clear out all of the clutter and really focus on what is true for you. And it's okay if some of the fun, flashy, blingy, exciting, big goals are true for you. Those are true for me too some of the time, but I just think that we think that we need those things and we make life so much more difficult on ourselves when really it can be so simple. And when we focus on You know, as I say, feeling our feel good and getting in touch with what truly nourishes us, nourishes our soul, makes us feel good, makes us fulfilled and filled up from the inside out instead of always looking externally for those quick fixes. Life is going to start to feel different and it's going to start to flow different. So, step number one of our mid-year review and reset is to review. Grab that pen and paper and start going through what what did you do in January? What are you proud of? And then do the same thing for each month. Now you can also, because inevitably this is life and there are challenges, there are inevitably challenges that are going to arise. And so this is really an opportunity to look back at those challenges and be like, hmm, how did I deal with that? And could I have dealt with it a different way? What did I learn from this? And take this as an opportunity to get clear on your learnings because We all make mistakes. It's truly, truly part of life. It's part of being human. The goal is to learn from them and not repeat them so that we can move on and make new mistakes and continue our learning growth. After you make this list, I want you to sit back. You can put your feet up, grab a glass of tea or a glass of wine, and I want you to read through it. Take it in, sit there, and revel in the good, Revel in how proud you are. Revel in how much progress you have made. Really, really allow yourself to feel that. Just feel the good. Bask in your accomplishments. It might seem awkward. It might feel a little weird. If it's not natural for you, set a timer. I will challenge you to set a timer for one minute. It might seem like the longest minute of your life if you're just sitting there basking in how proud you feel when you look back at the past half a year but do it. This is training yourself to soak in the good and pay attention to the good. And when we pay attention to what's good and what's working, we start to attract more of that into our life. All right, on to number two. So if you did this exercise with me at the beginning of the year, you will have this. If you did not do this exercise with me at the beginning of the year, don't worry, you can do it now for the first time. So This part is focused on choosing your word for the year or choosing your words. Now I have a friend who always has a theme of the year and that's the main sort of theme that she's focused on. And obviously she's doing other things, but the bigger decisions are focused around this one thing. And then I have a group of friends who really focus on the word they want to embrace. And so I like to do a combination, but I really usually land on a word. Now if you know me, if you've been listening for a while, you might know that it's hard for me to choose just one thing. That is really not in my nature. And so this year I chose four different words and then I ended up throwing in a fifth one. And these words were my personal theme. And what that means is that the decisions I make and the actions that I take are hopefully more or less aligned with this personal theme. And so here they are. And here's the interesting thing. My words are often complete opposite of each other, and that probably, you know, comes with challenges, but it keeps it interesting. At the beginning of the year, I declared that 2022 was my year to feel grounded and be bold, to feel balanced, and to be full of self-expression. And lastly, the bonus word that I threw in there was to receive, to be open to receiving because I truly believe there's so much good in this world and so many opportunities, but we have to be open to receiving. We have to take that first step. We have to start the conversation or reach out and ask for something, put ourselves out there, be vulnerable, open that door. My friend, Nat Olson, who's an incredible numerologist, she says, you know, to receive the gifts of the number two, There could be the most beautiful gift waiting right outside your door on your doorstep, but you're never going to know it if you don't open your door. And so for me, having receiving as a theme reminds me that I am supported. There is good, but I have a role to play in this as well. I can't just sit back and expect that everything's going to come to me. So those are my words. And when I revisit my words, like, okay, So how am I doing? How am I embodying these? In general, I have felt way more grounded this year. That's a huge win for me. This is something I've been working on for many, many years. I've also felt more balanced in many ways. The past couple of weeks, I've been more out of balance. And oh my goodness, it has not been pleasant. It has not been fun. And if anything, these last two weeks have really shown me how far I've come. How I am truly living a more balanced, healthy, grounded lifestyle on a regular basis, and so like pat on the back for myself because, yeah, even though these last two weeks have been a bit of a whirlwind and they've been, you know, <laughs> kind of opened my eyes to so like, oh yeah, you're maybe a little a little out of balance. There, it's given me something to compare to, and it's made me realize that yes, I have made progress. Now on to being bold and self-expression. Obviously, I have this podcast. This is a form of self expression for me. Something that I love, though, that I want to do more of. And I feel like I am a closet of, I guess you could say, I'm a closet writer. I love writing. I have always felt that I am supposed to be a writer. I'm supposed to write books. And, you know, every single year I set the intention that I'm going to write articles and get them submitted and published in, in magazines and online places. And I rarely create the time and space for that. And so this is my reminder to do this because that for me is a powerful form of self-expression that really feels good. Now, bold. I can be way more bold. I re-listened to the episode that I recorded and I was just like, that's right. I'm going to live different. I'm going to do things different. And yes, I am doing things different, but I do want to be more bold in my actions. And one area where I think I can do this, and so again, as you're going through this and you're revisiting your own words, really think about like, what what have I excelled at? What's working for me? What could I improve on? And what are some of the ways that I can do that? And so for me, being more bold, I've started buying really fun, playful clothing And I started doing this actually before I even reviewed this. And so it's interesting. It's like a part of me new, although maybe it's summer, but it's felt fun. I used to have a closet full of really fun prints and and bright colors and jewel tones. And I just got away from that. So I've recently ordered some new, fun, colorful clothing, and that's definitely going to be a form of self-expression and it's going to feel bold. I also want to be more bold and express myself on social media. I rarely share anything there. And that's just silly because I have a lot to say and I enjoy connecting with people, but I'm kind of an Instagram ghost. And so I'm excited to start expressing myself and being bold on Instagram and dare I say TikTok and some other places. And so stay tuned for that. All right. So on to number three, and I realize this is similar to what we've just talked about, but to me, there's a slight difference. And so I'm going to share it just in case it resonates or hits with someone differently out there. Identify how you want to feel. And so depending on the words that you've chosen or your personal theme, this might actually be quite similar and that's okay. If you chose a personal theme of this is my year to hustle hard, well then how do you want to feel? You probably want to feel proud and confident and accomplished and inspired and motivated and full of energy and if you're like me and you want to want to feel grounded and balanced well you probably want to have some peace and some calm in your life and feeling rooted and maybe it's more slow and easygoing and kind of the free flowing vibe so identify how you want to feel write down whatever comes to mind. There is no wrong. This is you. This is your mid-year check-in. So make the most of it. Now on to number four, what actions or activities will make you feel this way? And so this is where it's time to get even more specific. This is where it's time to take action. I do not believe that we need to push and you know, wear ourselves into the ground. I've done that before and it's never gotten me the results that I've wanted, but I do believe that we need to take aligned, deliberate action. And so this is your opportunity to get really clear. What is your aligned, deliberate action going to be? And how is that action aligned with your personal theme or your personal words of the year? as well as how you want to feel. So you can see how these start to build on one another. If you're having troubles thinking of activities and actions that you can take, a trick, if you feel stuck and you're not sure what actions or activities that you can take to feel a certain way, one of the things that I recommend is breaking it down into the areas of your life. You know, what can you do in your personal life? What can you do in your friendships or romantic life? what can you do in your career or business? What can you do in your financial life? What can you do with your health, your mental wellbeing? And so you can really start to break it down. Now, if you focused on, you know, everything, doing something in all of those categories, it might be overwhelming. And the actions that you're, you know, trying to take or plan on taking might actually be too difficult to implement because you've overloaded your plate. And I've done this over and over again. And so this is where there's no shame in starting small. Less can truly be more. Sometimes I think more is more, but less can truly be more 99.9% of the time. It's the small actions and the little things we do every day that really compound and add together to make a difference, to make that bigger difference in our life. And that's what we're seeking for, right? But a lot of times I think that we do think we need that really big thing when really it's just something small, it's something simple, and we've just been trained to look elsewhere instead of looking within. Now, if you have some big things that you're wanting to work towards, you can really get clear on what are the needle movers going to be? to really help you achieve them now this is funny at the beginning of the year i set a couple of specific goals for myself and let me tell you i have never aimed so small in my entire life i did have general ideas of what i was wanting to create but getting really specific i set two things and do you, you know what i didn't even do them and so i started off and i'm like here's my theory if i start small with these two small habits that I'm going to ingrain into my everyday life. I'm going to feel amazing. And then I'm going to add in new things. And this is habit stacking. And I actually talk about this in an upcoming interview that's going to be released at the end of January. It's an incredible conversation, and I can't wait for you to hear it. The habit stacking is the idea that once we start doing one thing, then it's easier to add in another and then another instead of doing all these things at once. And there's a bit more to it that um, that we talk about in the episode. But here were my small things. I call them my small rocks. I wanted to make my bed every morning and I wanted to do 10 minutes of yoga every morning oh my gosh, making my bed did not last long, but it felt so good when I did. And there's so much, there's actually a lot of research and studies done out there that talk about the power of making your bed in the morning. And when you do that one thing, you're starting the day by taking action, by completing something, by having a win. And in return, that's going to fuel your confidence and it's going to make you feel good and you're going to feel better about yourself. So then you can go throughout the day And build off of that positive energy. So I'm going to get back on track with making my bed 10 minutes of yoga a day. So I have not been doing 10 minutes of yoga a day, but I am happy to report that I went to a yoga retreat and I am doing yoga probably like two to three times a week. And so I'm really, really proud of myself for that. Now, a couple of other things that were, you know, they kind of flowed to me and I really, I started doing them and I just really enjoyed it. I've been cold dipping or cold plunging at least once a week, doing that for approximately 15 minutes. And so that's enough time to get the benefits. And I've also been doing a lot of EFT, emotional freedom tapping. This is something that I love and I use it in all areas of my life. And I'm definitely going to be talking about it more on the Glojo podcast. And so those are two things that were not on my radar as much at the beginning of the year. I had dabbled in them, but I really got into it this year. And so it's nice to have flexibility. It's nice to, you know, it's nice to be open just because we say we're going to do one thing doesn't mean that that's the only thing we need to do And we say no to everything else. It's important to be flexible and to be able to realize, oh, I thought that would work for me, but it actually doesn't. So I'm going to switch this out and try something else. And so now the final step, as we look ahead, we have six more incredible months of 2022. What do you want to do with your time? How do you want to feel? Are your words still the same? And what are your actions? And what are a couple of goals? You know, you can have your big goals or big rocks. I think I need to come up with a, a better name versus big rocks and little rocks. Those don't seem very glojo-esque, do they? But really think, what are those things that you want to work towards? I know for me, I've got some big things that I'm planning for the Glowjo. I'm going to do a workshop in the fall. I have something that I'm looking forward to bringing and breathing to life at the beginning of 2023 that requires some planning. As far as being bold, I, I am, I'm going to, I'm going to commit to sharing on social media on a regular basis. And, you know, I still don't even feel the, the sureness in my voice when I say that, but I know it's an important piece of. My personal self-expression and sharing what I'm doing here on the glojo. So time to get over myself, time to start sharing, but have fun with it and be bold and use it as a form of self-expression. And self-expression is something that I really value. So I'm going to, you know, start to look at social media through a new lens and I'm excited to see what comes from that. I would also love to travel. I don't want to jinx anything, but I would love to travel this year. And so we will see what ends up happening there. And then I want to start writing. I'll say that differently. I want to share my writing. And so I want to start submitting my writing to publications. And so that's a big rock for me. So we've got six months left. My goal is going to be to have four articles published. And so I'm going to be checking in later throughout the year. We can do a little recap of this. I would love to hear what's next for you. What do you want to create in your life in the next six months and beyond? You can go beyond as well. And don't forget to be proud of what you've done so far and then really use this as an opportunity to reset as needed, realign, and then keep on going. Thank you for joining me here today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, don't be shy, be bold, leave me a five-star review. Wherever you listen to your podcasts, you can write a review if you listen to this on Apple podcasts. And if you like to be behind the scenes, reach out to me and share. I'd love to hear what is coming up for you. What do you want to move towards creating in your life over the next half a year? Let's do this together let's get in tune with what truly matters to us and what makes us feel really good and let's start creating a life around that. All right, that's all for now. Have a wonderful day and I'll see you next week in the Glojo.